Welcome back. This week is a case brief episode because I have done so much content on Free Britney and the Britney Spears court case and conservatorship, but I have not summarized this case in quite a while and not really since the first time I covered it over a year ago. So a ton has happened, really. And because so much has happened, and very quickly in the last few weeks, I mean, really since June 23rd, it's time to just break it down. Now, of course, this case is moving quickly. Britney Spears's legal team was back in court today as I record this on July 19th. I feel like I have to keep putting tags of when I'm recording things because stuff happens after, and this doesn't go live till July 21st. The 7 21 uh, and episode 93, I can't believe it's just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It is just humming along and I am blown away. It could be episode 94. <laughs> I could have gotten that wrong, but it is just, it is the podcast is growing. The YouTube channel is growing and the cases that I'm covering have just been speeding right along. So we're going to speed right along too and cover everything up to today's court hearing. If more happens between now and then, there will be an addendum in the show notes and I will talk about it on social media. So if you're not following me there, what are you waiting for? At the Emily D. Baker all over social media. Follow me there. I will tell you the things <laughs> when they happen. We should just get into it today because I'm going to try to keep this concise and helpful so that it really is a brief summary. If you're just catching up on what's going on with Britney Spears's conservatorship, and if you haven't really been following it closely, so you know an overview of all of the wildness that's happening in this case, because it is a lot. So buckle up. Let's just get into it. Hey there. Welcome to The Emily Show. I'm your host, Emily D. Baker, badass lawyer and everyone's favorite legal commentator, breaking down the legal shit in the news and pop culture stories you want to talk about. I've been a licensed attorney for over 15 years. I'm a former prosecutor, and I'm a big fan of the cursey words. So let's break it down. First, I have to say thank you to everyone who participated in helping me pick new logo art for the podcast to complement the purple hair that happened when I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. I appreciate you. I know there were so many votes and so much feedback. We went with the yellow. I know some of you loved the turquoise. I love it too. It's a favorite color of mine to wear, that like tealy, turquoisey blue, but the yellow just really pops in the categories that the podcast is in. And ultimately, so many of you loved it that we went with the yellow. So thank you for voting. I'm going to put more stuff to y'all to vote because making decisions like that really stressed me out. <laughs> True story. So before we jump all the way into it, we have been starting the podcast with a quote, and this one comes directly from court documents because, well, Jody Montgomery, Britney Spears' conservator of the person, submitted the transcript of the June 23rd hearing into the court record. So we have it. So this is a quote at the very beginning of the June 23rd hearing. The first thing that Britney said on the record was, I think they've done a good job at exploiting my life in the way that they've done my life. And I feel like it should be an open court hearing and they should listen and hear what I have to say. Yeah, that's what happened. June 23rd, 2021, Britney Spears spoke candidly in open court and it rocked this conservatorship. 
There has been a flurry of legal activity since then, but we're going to back up a little bit and talk about how we got here. This conservatorship started in 2008. Quite a lot led up to the beginning of the conservatorship in the media and the treatment of Britney in the media. There have now been documentaries covering this. There's been quite a lot covering that run-up to the conservatorship, but there are still some questions regarding the beginning of the conservatorship that have not been answered and that I have not been able to answer for myself. And I am continuing to look into the court records and to dig into them. But what is not in the court records that I have been able to find and what's been alluded to in the probate notes, the judge's notes that are public record, is that there is no medical capacity declaration in this case, and there is no capacity declaration in this case. Now, in my coverage of the Tom Girardi conservatorship, I've gone over the capacity declaration. That's been filed in part of the record. In this case, it didn't say that it's sealed, which is always a concern, but normally when things are under seal on the court record, you will see the motion to file things under seal, and then you'll see the court granting that motion and things being filed under seal. So it leaves a trace, so you know that it's there, but you can kind of presume what's under seal given the timing of the thing. That's not what's happening here. The probate notes have indicated that there's not been a capacity declaration. This is a voluntary conservatorship, but based on what Britney Spears said in court on June 23rd, it sure doesn't feel like she believes that this is voluntary. After the last court hearing on July 14th, Britney actually was granted the right for the first time, to hire her own attorney. She asked to do this in the early days of this conservatorship and was blocked from doing so. It looks like it took place in in in-chambers hearings that it was decided she didn't have the capacity, though there's no capacity declaration, to hire her own attorney because of the conservatorship. There was quite a lot of legal motions that went on after 2008 with regard to Brittany being able to hire her own attorney with Sam Ingham, her then court-appointed attorney, arguing that the case law did not support that somebody could not hire counsel just because they were a conservatee in a conservatorship. So the the fact of the conservatorship doesn't remove somebody's right to be able to retain counsel automatically. It's a fundamental right and somebody should be able to have counsel of their choosing if they are able to afford counsel of their choosing and do that. Remember, Brittany has been paying Sam Ingham, her court-appointed attorney, around $500,000 a year during this conservatorship. At that rate, you can hire private counsel. This isn't an issue of money. It was always an issue of capacity. And the court deciding at that time, the prior judge deciding at that time, that Brittany was not allowed to hire private counsel. It's something that her dad fought quite hard against. And that is something that always sat a little odd with me because if he wants what's best for his daughter, why not allow her to hire an attorney to look out for her best rights and say, look, everything's above board. Your attorney agrees. My attorney agrees. All the attorneys agree. Everything's good. Why not just do it that way? Like what is there to hide? And at that time, Brittany's father was the conservator of the estate and of the person. Because in this conservatorship, there are two parts, the money stuff. It's a probate estate where all of the money stuff and the business stuff has gone into that estate. Her dad is the original conservator of that estate. He had a co-conservator, Andrew Wallet, who subsequently resigned not that many years ago in 2019. And then 
they were trying to bring in Bessemer Trust as a professional conservator of the estate to act as a co-conservator with Dad Spears. Bessemer Trust, after the June 23rd testimony from Britney Spears, filed a petition with the court to resign as co-conservator of the estate, saying that they were told by Sam Ingham it was a voluntary conservatorship, and essentially, Emily summarization. They didn't want any part of this smoke. Like, they did not want this heat. They didn't want to catch it. They thought that this was voluntary. They heard what Britney said in court, and were like, we're honoring her wishes. We don't want to be a part of this. And that's what they said in their their filed resignation. The court allowed them to resign on July 14th. The thing that was suspect to me about Bessemer Trust is not the trust. I realized the way that that sounded could be, could sound wrong. It isn't the trust that was the issue. Dad Spears fought very hard to keep the trust from having co-equal rights as a co-conservator, from keeping them from having access to the books and to assets and what have you. And that always sat a little odd with me as well. Why block another company from coming in and making these decisions with you, not overriding, but in conjunction with as a co-conservator? And I wonder if it's because at the time Sam Ingham Britney's then court-appointed attorney, sought to have Bessemer Trust come in as co-conservator. They filed to have James Spears removed as conservator of the estate, so replacing him with Bessemer Trust. The court denied the request to have him removed and essentially indicated that they could be co-conservators and there could be a turnover period, and now Bessemer has been allowed to resign, so they're no longer in this case. So we're back to where we were with Dad Spears being the sole conservator of the estate, in charge of all of the money decisions, all of the business decisions, all of the licensing decisions. And we've learned in recent filings, or we've been reminded (laughs) in recent filings, that he does make over $16,000 a month as the conservator of the estate. That is his payment for being conservator of the estate. I mean, in those same motions, his attorneys, well, one set of attorneys, there were four, but one set of attorneys asked for over $1.3 million in legal fees, 500,000 of which was to cover media matters. But if you want to deep dive on that, I'm going to link all the videos in the show notes and the description box down below because there's a lot of money stuff going on in this conservatorship, which is one of the things that has made it so unique. And one of the things that's raised a lot of criticism about it is that Brittany has worked throughout a lot of this conservatorship until she put her foot down in 2019 and said she wasn't going to work anymore. And then with COVID um, was not able really to work and has said she will not work until her dad is no longer involved in this conservatorship. So at the time that it was started, 2008, Dad Spears was conservator of the person and of the estate with the co-conservator attorney, Andrew Wallet. At that time, there was another attorney who was trying to get the case removed to federal court to try to have Brittany have her voice. The court over, you know, the court I still don't understand the timing on how this all went down, but the court might not have had jurisdiction when they made the conservatorship final because it had been removed to federal court or there had been an appeal to remove it to federal court and the court just kind of ignored it and went ahead and made the conservatorship a permanent conservatorship at that time. And these letters of conservatorship do now go year to year and are renewed annually. Brittany has not ever filed a request to terminate the conservatorship. Her attorney has filed a request to remove her father, and her 
attorney had filed a request to make Jody Montgomery, who is now the conservator of the person, the permanent conservator of the person. And the way that all went down is that in 2019, her dad was conservator of both the person and the estate. There was health issues. There was also a run-in with Britney Spears's children and a restraining order against her father because of that run-in with her children, uh, filed by her ex, Kevin Federline, and the father of her children. And at that time, her dad chose to temporarily step down as conservator of the person, Sam Ingham, what, in November? Before November. It would have had to have been way before November because Sam Ingham filed a motion to make Jody Montgomery the permanent conservator of the state before the last um, the last time her temporary letters were extended. So it would have been sometime in September, I believe. That came to court in November. He asked for her to be made the permanent conservator of the estate and to then remove Jamie Spears as a possibility as coming back as the conservator of the person. I believe I misspoke. Jody Montgomery's a conservator of the person. And in all of that... The court granted the motion for Bessemer to come in as the co-conservator and put over the motion with regard to Jody Montgomery because Dad Spears had some objections to it. Now, even though, even though Bessemer was supposed to come in and that court order was ordered in November, Sam Ingham was ordered to draw up the documents to allow that to happen. That did not happen until June of 2021. And by the time the court signed those documents, it was after Britney spoke in court June 23rd. So the court signed the official, you know, court order to make Bessemer Trust the co-conservator of the estate the day before they issued their resignation. So the timing on that still sits badly with me because I was optimistic Bessemer would get a look at Britney's books. And I hope someone does do a forensic audit. Now, this conservatorship is investigated by the probate investigators at least annually, if not more. But it's clear that Brittany is unhappy in this conservatorship. She made that known to the court on June 23rd. And since then, there have been multiple court filings going over everything from security costs for Jody Montgomery, the conservator of the person, because she's receiving death threats, to you know, fighting back and forth over whether or not Brittany can hire her own lawyer. And in June, on July 14th, Brittany was able to hire her own lawyer, Matthew Rosengart. He's a former AUSA federal prosecutor and has said as late or as recently as today that one of his priorities is working aggressively to remove Jamie Spears, James Spears, Brittany's dad, dad Spears, from this conservatorship. And he asked in court on July 14th that Dad Spears resign. And it was after Jody Montgomery in court stated that the medical professionals and Britney's medical team agree that the best thing for Britney Spears, what would be in her best interest, is to have her dad removed from this conservatorship. Jody Montgomery's been working on a new care plan. And I wonder if the new care plan with the medical team will have clear statements from the medical team stating that James Spears should not be involved in this conservatorship. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens inside of the care plan, which will not be filed formally in court and become public record. But Matthew Rosengart has said very clearly that he wants to remind everyone, really, that this conservatorship is supposed to be in the best interest of Britney Spears. And 
it feels to me from all of the documents I've gone over in the last, oh, I don't know, year in all of this, that this conservatorship is serving a lot of people's financial interest. And whenever there's that large of a financial interest, I have concerns. Because you know what I always say? Follow the money, which means I question the lawyers that spent $500,000 on media matters the most because is it in the best interest of the conservatorship estate to try to protect the reputation of Dad Spears in the media? How? Just how? And that's where the frustration comes up with this conservatorship truly is how how is this amount of money being spent? And how is everyone spending more money than Britney has access to? There was paparazzi video of her over this last weekend going to Starbucks and her security guard having to use his Starbucks app to pay for it. I, I don't think it's just because Britney forgot her wallet. I just wonder if she doesn't even have, you know, those Starbucks payment set up on her phone because she just hasn't been free to use her own money in so long. It's been 13 years and she finally has her own attorney. It seems that she has her social media accounts back and is really striking back at her family. She does not seem to feel protected. And all of this happened under questionable circumstances and then has continued on for 13 years. Something that Brittany said in court on the 14th really struck me because she talked about how she perceived her uh, conservators, her father, to use the medical examinations against her and say, if you just do this, then we'll end the conservatorship. If you just do this, we'll end that, but not follow through with their word. And so I now have a better understanding, and I think we all have a better understanding, of why she's so um, hesitant and so forcefully against having any more evaluations done because she kept being told, if you just do this, then we'll do this. And the other side was never upheld. And I can understand and hear her absolute frustration. I think that because we're seeing Matthew Rosengart talking about removing James Spears from the conservatorship, those are the first moves we'll see. I know there are many thinking that what they should see next from this attorney is filing petitions to terminate the conservatorship. It is Rosengart's job to do not only what Brittany wants to do, but what is also in her best interest. That is the goal. It might not meet her goals to just move to terminate the conservatorship because that may include things that she at this time does not want to do, which means getting her father out of the conservatorship first, having a professional company take over the estate and the business management and the books, and then having somebody that can work with her attorney and her team to protect her business empire first, then work on lessening the restrictions of the care plan, coming to agreements with Jody Montgomery, because Matthew Rosengart can work with the conservator of the person and her attorneys to make sure that what Brittany wants for her care plan and what is appropriate is taken care of. And Jody Montgomery has said multiple times that her goal is to set a course for Brittany to no longer be in the conservatorship, which means they will need to reduce the oversight and reduce the restrictiveness of the conservatorship. And it seems that the entirety of kind of that side of the team agrees that that can't happen until Dad Spears is removed from the money side because he gets to decide if Brittany has the money to go to the doctor, if Brittany has the money for self-care, if Brittany's 
able to pay to go on vacation, if Brittany can go buy a car, he gets to decide all of those things. And that is a method of control that Brittany is not comfortable with and no longer wants. And that really is the heart of the fights to come in this conservatorship. How this went on for 13 years is still a question to me. It seems that it's because Brittany didn't fight back because she was afraid of what her family and the team around her would do or would take away from her. And we heard her say that very clearly on the 23rd. I wonder if now, because she has the weight of people behind her, that people are listening to her, that her fans are outside of court every single court appearance saying, we believe you, we support you, that her kids are old enough to not really be used as pawns and just taken away from her. If now she really has the um, security to fight because there's nothing really left to take away from her. And now that she has a legal team that she feels like is her own um, and that she chose she gets to choose the next course in this and her attorney will be carrying out her wishes that are in her best interest. I have a lot of questions. I think we're going to see a lot more to come on this. I think even when there are new documents filed, even when dad Spears is removed, I think that her attorney will be seeking investigations into her books and looking into the things that were done in this conservatorship that just didn't seem right. Brittany not having access to social media, is that in her best interest? Or is that just keeping her from being able to speak her truth? Not having access to money, not being able to drive her car, things like that, that shouldn't have been happening under this conservatorship, but were. I'm very, very curious to see the legal next steps here. There is a path for this to end. Her conservatorship can end. She has to ask for that to happen. And we will see when she does. If the Britney Spears conservatorship has been a source of confusion to you, I completely understand. Uh, the things that are going to be coming up in court that are still being hotly contested are the finances from the 12th accounting. This includes the extraordinary amount of legal fees that are under contention with regard to those media matters. There are objections relating to those attorney's fees. We will see what the court decides with whether those are proper attorney's fees or not, and whether they can be paid from Brittany's conservatorship estate or not. There's the matter of Jody Montgomery becoming the conservator of the person permanently, the matter of Jody Montgomery having the estate uh, pay for some of her security due to threats she's received because of the conservatorship. And then a lot of the other issues are kind of moot because they were around Brittany bringing in her own attorney, which has now happened. So from here, it's what gets filed next and those financial matters, and we will see. Let me know what you think about this conservatorship. Let me know what you think about this case. And have you been following this for years? Or are you just seeing it now going, what in the world is happening with this conservatorship. Hopefully today's breakdown and case brief helped a little bit with everything that's going on and shed a little bit of light on the questions that still remain, uh, the questionable circumstances under which this started and the next steps to come. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a law nerd. And because it's an Emily Show episode, grab your glass and say it with me. Say it. I know you know it. I know you do. <laughs> May your Wi-Fi be strong. May your toilet paper be plentiful. May your family be well. And may the odds be ever in your favor. I will see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.